Welcome back to Me Percy Podcast. It's your host, Emmanuel. I'm here your with... Your boy, Jack. Johnny, what up, man? And let's just get right into this. So, let's go... We 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 weren't here for a while, so let's just go over the NBA awards. So, like you guys know, of course, let's start with the MVP. Excluding from the playoffs, Joel Embiid won MVP, which everybody knew was going to happen. Yeah. He was begging for it. He was asking for it. Not saying he doesn't deserve it, but, you know, it was a good. I wanted Joel to win from the start. But what do you think about this year's MVP besides the playoffs? Uh, I feel like it was well-deserved uh, this season. I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't, why he shouldn't get the MVP. I mean, like, uh, what, he averaged, what, 30, 33 this year? <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah, average 33 this year. I mean, the playoffs, maybe not so much MVP play, but I feel like this season he definitely he definitely deserved it. Regular season, that's all that matters. So, all right, all right, that's why I agree too. Like, it is a regular season war. If it was a regular season playoff war, a lot of other players would have MVP than you know players yeah. you know but we, we go into Joel a little bit more when we talk about the second round exits and stuff but but next was rookie of the year we all knew it was going to happen because you know of course a player who's the first pick overall they're going to play him every single game you know give him all the shots yeah. of course he's going to win rookie of the year over Jalen Williams so Paolo Richard won rookie of the year so we all knew that was going to happen uh I mean, I don't dislike Paulo, but you know, I'm a little bit biased here in OKC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So I mean, I don't like Paulo. I wanted Paulo on the Thunder, but you know, we didn't get the first pick. Yeah. We got the second pick, and now we're stuck with someone who can't play this year. So, <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> so, but it was it was rightly so. You know, this this year's rookie class looking great already with. J Dub and Walker Kessler that came out of nowhere from late late first round too. So, and you gotta think about that only came from the Timberwolves if they trade that pick. So the the Jazz really got a rim protector in return from the Rudy Gobert trade plus pick. So they didn't really lose the trade at all. I'm pretty we we can say now that the Timberwolves lost the Rudy Gobert trade, you know. But we'll go end more to. Hmm? I say yeah for sure. Yeah. But we go into that more when we talk about the playoff X's about what's next for the Timberwolves. But then sixth man of the year was Malcolm Brogman. I thought it was going to be Emmanuel quickly. I'm a little biased because we're the same team. So. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Malcolm Brogman, uh, looking, looking at the stats and looking at the play, he, he's been doing pretty good. I mean, especially uh, on prize picks, he's been, uh, you know, coming through <laughs> for some people. So yeah. with the uh, mm-hmm. points, rebounds, assists. And also, I feel like Malcolm Brogdon was, like, sixth man of the year, most of the year. And this wasn't until, like, halfway through the season people started picking up on Mayo quickly more because mm-hmm. Jalen Brussel wasn't playing some games, so he was getting some more minutes. So. Well, Malcolm Brogdon was, like, around 15 a game with, like, mm-hmm. uh, I think he had probably, like, if I was looking right, I think it was about five rebounds and four assists, somewhere around there. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, he um, – he had a pretty good season coming off the bench for the Celtics, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Another one was Bobby Porras, but we are. I, it was very. It was really a two man race for the six man of the year. Bobby Porras was a good six man, but it was really a two man race. Well, let's go to most improved player. Most improved player was Laurie Markin, and we all knew it was Laurie Markin from the start of yeah. the year. Uh, I don't know why the attache here last year. I don't know how someone's most improved. The average 25 last year and the average 30 this year. That's not really most improved. It's like the same way they did with Jaw last year. He came from average. I feel like they should have been in the MVP race, bro. But they're not going to put him yeah. in the MVP race just because of Oklahoma City's record. But Yeah, so. The, but he was fifth for MVP voting, so. Oh, yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But you know, it was it was between it was really between Lori Markin and Jalen Brunson. What Jalen Brunson had a good year, but we all knew Jalen Brunson was that guy when he was in Mavericks, especially when he came for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why the Mavericks spent all that money on not Mavericks, Knicks spent all that money on Jalen Brunson with tampering and stuff. So it was really Lori Markin at the time. Lori Markin when he first got to Chicago, when he got drafted to Chicago due to the Jimmy Butler trade, he came in as the. People thought he was going to be the next Dirk, which his first year was good, and he kind of fell off, got traded to the Cavs, switched his position up to a small four, which it was actually a good benefit. And then the Donovan Mitchell trade happened, and they're letting him do anything now. So most improved player right now serving for his country in Finland. So <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Lori Marketing, man. Big up. Mm-hmm. Shark up. Mm-hmm. Big up. Shout out to Lori Marketing. And then defensive player of the year. Jaron Jackson Jr. won it from Memphis. We all knew that, you know, you know, dude with all the stat padding too, you know, the you know the Grizzlies hey, stat manager, you know, and the extra game is kind of that's kind of a good stat. It is good. I'm not even. Yeah, I like Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. He he deserves it. He deserves it. So yeah, but it was it was it was between Jaron Jackson Jr. Evan Mobley and Brooke Lopez. It was really between Brooke Lopez and Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Jaron Jackson Jr. was pretty much the favorite from the start, you know, from the start of the year. So, yeah, it's a good it's good to see someone else beside Rudy Gobert win defense play of the year. So Rudy Gobert shouldn't have been winning it in the first place. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That, well, what year? What, he won one year over Paul George. Or was that Giannis won Paul George? I don't know, but I'm not a fan of rookie go. I said rookie Gobert. Rudy Gobert. I, I'm pretty sure the, most of the NBA wasn't a fan of Rudy I'm just, Gobert. I don't know. I just, never, I just never liked Rudy Gobert. He's like he's like one of the cringiest players in the league to me, bro. Mm. Ever since he did the little COVID thing, you know, I've been done with, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never even liked him. Like, always, I only liked the Jazz due to, you know, us losing the first round to the Jazz. The only person I liked was Donovan Mitchell. Mm. Because I remember I saw some. I remember I was like during the draft. I was watching an article about Paul George and Chris Paul liking this one player from Louisville. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna see who he is. It was turning out it was Donovan Mitchell. So, so I always liked Donovan Mitchell since then. Yeah. But Rudy Gobert wasn't really a huge fan, especially Joe Ingles. I hate Joe Ingles. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> like the whole, that whole. I it seems like we're talking about that one specific Jazz team that was going back and forth with the Thunder. And they were just mm-hmm. it's feel like we just had some beef with jazz with jazz fans and jazz players at the time. It was like crazy. But mm-hmm. uh yeah. Rudy Gobert, uh no. Finally somebody other than Rudy Gobert went to uh shout out Jaron Jackson. Shout mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson, Triple J right there. Uh first ever clutch player of the year. And it was De'Aaron Fox, like you know, it. even though it even though they didn't come out then game seven, you know he still deserved it. You know, and he's young. You know, there's more years to come. The Kings are looking good in the future because after all these years of the Kings not making the playoffs, they finally made the playoffs thanks to swiping of swiping. You know, Mister Fox himself. He beat out some so, good players too, and I'm not even mad at it. He beat out Demar Derozan and yeah. uh, um, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I'm not even mad at it. Mm-hmm. Him is two good clutch players. And uh, yeah. yeah, and he had the most clutch points in the NBA. Yeah. You know, under four minutes points. You know, that's how they go by. So when he beat uh, when he beat Orlando, that was, I think that's what solidified it. Mm. Yeah, but I, hey, I think the future is bright for Sacramento. Yeah, but before we go to Sacramento, that's the next thing we're going to talk about. Let's talk about Coach of Year, where. Mike Brown won Coach of the Year for Sacramento over Mark Diagnol and Joe Mazzola, which I kind of feel like they was going to give him to Mike Brown. Mike Brown deserved it. You know, two-time Coach of the Year, he used to coach LeBron James back in the Cavs. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got his second chance. So that's all it matters because we always knew he was a good coach and then he was always a good assistant coach with the Warriors. So it was a good, chance, it was a good thing for Mike Brown to get Coach of the Year. And lead this young jazz team, yeah, in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, let's t- why say jazz kings. Well, let's get right to the kings. The kings lost in seven against the Warriors, 
What do you think is what's up for the Kings? You think, what else do, what do you think they need to improve in? Because the biggest problem to me was rebounding. Yeah, uh, I feel like Sabonis can be the only person down there rebounding. I feel like if they just add another good solid big or something like that, or a good another mm-hmm. good just another good wing player to get to get down there and grab some more boards, I feel like they would be pretty solid. I mean, they were they're young, bro, mm-hmm. and they're just going to keep improving as long mm-hmm. as everybody stay healthy and the good coaching yeah, staff. Yeah. But I feel like mm-hmm. they were getting out rebounded by Kavon Looney by himself, like. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they just I just I just think they need some more rebounders or some some rebounding. some good tall lengthy players to get in there and rebound. Other than that, they're they're pretty solid, bro. I mean they took the war they yeah, took the I, defending chefs to seven, bro. I mean mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. one winning game six at the Oracle. Yeah. So not Oracle, at Chase Center, whatever they same thing. But <laughs> same thing. Yeah, yeah but honestly, I, I think what's up next, they need rebounding and, you know, they need more consistent scoring from someone else besides Darren Fox. You know, you also have Malik Monk, but at times during the playoffs, he's just throwing things up in the air. Mm-hmm. So he just needs, I feel like either, you know, he's going to get better. You also got Keegan Murray, who was the fourth pick of the draft or fifth pick. I forgot what it was, but fifth or fourth pick in the draft. So you also got Keegan Murray. So those two always develop. You also got Kevin Herter, sharpshooter right there. But I feel like, you know, as time on, they need to find a secondary scorer or try to run the offense through someone else when De'Aaron Fox is having a bad game. Because mm-hmm. I feel like during the game, if it wasn't for De'Aaron, if De'Aaron Fox wasn't going to have a good game, no one else was going to have a good game. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even Demonte Bonus, who's supposed to be that second star, like how I've been watching, disappear. Like I've been watching Denver in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I've been watching Denver's in the Denver in the playoffs, and when Jokic is not having the ball in his hands, or he's not the primary scorer, or whatever, like that, they always have someone to step up, like role players. And I feel like if Sacramento just gets one or two more role players that can go get a bucket at any time, Sacramento is going to be real dangerous mm-hmm. in, in the future for exactly. sure. Exactly. <laughs> See, I completely agree. I completely agree. So, like, Sacramento can be either, you know, the Nuggets or they can be the Grizzlies, yeah. you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> the Nuggets or they can be, mm-hmm. yeah, facts, bro. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the Nuggets or the Jazz of yeah. last year. Because the Jazz were really supposed to be that team that's supposed to go to the conf- finals by now. Yeah. Like the Nuggets are, but. But let's. What next, Grizzlies? So, what do you think is up next for the Grizzlies with John Morant? You know, with the gun signs on the live I, and stuff. I don't even. Know. Dylan Brooks. I don't know what's up with the Grizzlies. I feel like they don't have no identity, bro. Once they figure mm. out their identity, I feel like they just got too much outside stuff going on. Like the Dylan Brooks situation. Of course, he's not going to be back, but. They need to figure out the Josh situation and what they're going to do with him. Jared Jackson just won the deep, uh, defensive player award. I mean, they got a lot of good stuff going, a lot of good players. They just need to figure out what they actually want to do and if they're wanting to win. Like, this was the season the season that everybody thought they was going to do something in the playoffs, and they got put out, like, early. So, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. The Grizzlies, I don't know what's up next for the Grizzlies. I can't even tell you because – I don't know, right? Yeah, it's I'm the same way. It's, I don't it's really up know in the it's up in the air. Because like. for me, the beginning of the year, I said it was going to be Grizzly versus Celtics in the finals. Which, you know, after what the season gone along, you know, it looked like it was going to happen until you know, whole Todd Dylan Brooks talking to the media, trying to poke the bear, and then John Moran and the uh, getting in trouble with his guns and stuff. But I feel like you know, it's just all about how. The coach handles the whole entire team because, it, of course, you got to get someone to replace Dylan Brooks. The I said their biggest problem is their wing is the three right there. They need a good three on there. And also, regardless, the team wasn't healthy enough. They didn't have Steven Adams in the playoffs. That would have been. Steven Adams. That would have been. Steven Adams would in the playoffs. They, they would have got a lot more boards. You wouldn't have AD getting 20 boards a game mm. against the Grizzlies. So, I feel like, you know, the team, their, t- their team is really – couple players away from going all the way. Yeah. You know? It's not I feel like Grizzlies aren't 
in a position where they panic and like try to do something drastic like other teams would do, but they're just honestly just try to find some role players during the off season, make some good draft picks, and just don't panic. Yeah, with this new draft, with that, the new upcoming draft, bro, I feel like the, like have the past two teams that we're talking about Sacramento and the Grizzlies, if they just draft good and find some good free agents or sign players, they would be good. Like I I know what's up next for the Kings. But as as far as the Grizzlies, it's just it depends with the head coach. Yeah, which I like the head coach too, uh, Jenkins, Coach Jenkins over there. Yeah. Uh, is it Jenkins? Yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, but Coach Jenkins, and then also John Moran, of course. You know how John Moran and the head coach goes along. How the head coach is going to actually lead that locker room because. Honestly, like you say, they need an identity. So, mm-hmm. like, if the identity is walking around the hallway playing NBA young boy, L.E. Chopper, like, <laughs> that's their identity is, might as well be a first-round next every single year. So, if they find themselves, it's a good idea to have that, you know, just to boost, to boost the team around. I don't have a problem with that. It's just, it's the way how they're supposed to play on, on the court, yeah. you know. If they want to play, if they want to act like that, they better play like that. You know, if I if I hear someone playing like playing NBA young boy, I'm expecting someone to play like Detroit Pistons bad mm. boys out here playing rough and dirty. You yeah. know, I'll rather see that and then not them showing up on the defensive side because I feel like the Grizzlies had the potential to be a the good defensive team and a good rebounding team with Jaron Jackson and Stephen Adams. It depends on the guards playing the defense and. Honestly, the role players too. So, yeah. I feel like they're just a role player in the in a starter way. So, yeah, they're close. They're they're close to being out of there for sure and breaking up the team, or being close to going far in the postseason. So, mm-hmm. it could go either way for them. Yeah, just don't. See, I would say if I was Grizzly, you just don't want to be the Sixers. You know, you got you guys finally got your players you wanted together. You just got to make it past the second round, yeah. unlike the Sixers. But they got all the pieces. They what do you think about put the puzzle together? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but what do you think about with John Moran? You think people are saying he should, he should be suspended for a whole entire year for what he did? Which I think is crazy. I think is crazy. To me, it's not a big of an idea. And like, of course, you know, you don't want to be promoting guns and stuff to the kids and stuff. But like, what? Like JJ Greg said, you heard what JJ Greg said. I'm mm-hmm. a year, bro. Uh, I don't think it should be a year. That's kind of like insane. Because like, because they're trying to compare this with Gilbert Arenas. The thing with Gilbert Arenas did they him and a teammate. Threatening each other to shoot each other with guns in a locker yeah. room. We all know the story about Gilbert Arenas. But what Jaw did, he was just, you know, nine, three, nothing. He probably didn't really, he probably didn't really notice the camera was going on. He was just, you know, hanging out with his friends. So, uh, but his friend, good, his friend was a good one just to, re- to pull the camera off real quick. But, yeah. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody make mistakes. I don't think a year suspension should be. Nah, I've seen we've seen way worse and way like way worse mm-hmm. situations and where people have actually shot guns and like it's not illegal to have a gun. I mean, mm-hmm. he just ended up flashing it on on an Instagram live. Maybe stay off Instagram. Maybe like get away from social media. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it. But a, a year suspension is not is not it, bro. Like maybe take maybe um take for sure take somebody's pay away for some games and mm-hmm. have them go to some type of a class or something like that. But a year suspension yeah. is not it's not just, bro. Like mm-hmm. we've seen way worse situations, bro. I I I completely agree right there. It's kind of, I feel like people are just overreacting a little bit about giving him a year suspension. And he is, he is a, a black male, bro. I mean, 23 years old. You too. know, they're going, they're going to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> any chance they think get, about bro, tw- any chance they get to make a big deal out of something like that when it comes to black, a black male, a black athlete, they're going to do it, bro. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. They're going to find something to make a big deal out of 
But yeah, you also got to think he's 23 years old. What most kids do when they're 23 years old, they're just getting out of college. So like they yeah. barely know what to do in the world. He's young, bro. He's still learning. It's not. I don't, as long as he ain't going out there firing it at nobody, trying to injure or harm mm-hmm. someone, a year suspension is kind of kind of crazy, bro. Because if he gets suspended for a year, we're not going to see him for another five five years because that's how that goes. But once you don't play basketball for a while, it's going to be hard for – teams are going to forget about him, bro. Like, And the Memphis Grizzlies are probably going to eventually move away from him if they try to suspend him for a year, some more stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. nah, mm-hmm. I don't think that. Because by the time he's already two years off his contract already, yeah. so they can find a trade out for something. But yeah. – but spending for a year is, I say at most probably like fifteen twenty games if they want to do make it serious. But yeah. that's what I'm hearing from most teams. But let's go on to the next team, the Timberwolves. You know, got gentlemen sweep by the Nuggets. I've, I've, to me, I feel like the Timberwolves just need to blow it up. You know, besides Anthony Edwards. Trade it right away. Like, they know they made a mistake trading for Rudy Gobert. It didn't make sense when it happened. And it still didn't make sense after the season. I don't know why you bring in Rudy Gobert when you already have Carnegie Towns. And then you ruin the spacing for Anthony Edwards to drive in the paint. Which is where he's the most good at, is him going to the paint. So That, I, getting Rudy Gobert was probably the dumbest thing that the Timberwolves could have did. That's not building around Anthony Edwards. You're a franchise player right now. That's not building around Anthony Edwards. What is Rudy Gobert going to do for Anthony Edwards? He's just going to sit there and clog yeah, up the paint. That's where Anthony, like you said, that's where Anthony Edwards strives at, the paint. So getting Rudy Gobert, it's like I could probably pull up 10, 15 plays where Rudy Gobert is probably in Anthony Edwards' way when he's trying to score. I don't know. The Timberwolves, that I just feel like they're just a franchise that's having having too much fun doing dumb stuff, bro. <laughs> and the NBA the NBA gives them so many chances with first picks, like, bro, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Towns, Anthony Edwards, and they just want to be doing dumb things over and over again. They take one step forward, they take five steps back. <laughs> that's the Minnesota Timberwolves right there. And, like, it, it's been like this for the beginning. When they had Kevin Garnett, they tried to do a legal signing with someone. They lost four first picks. It's basically the same thing when they traded for Rudy Gobert. They lost four first-round picks with trading for Rudy Gobert. And now you don't have four first-round picks. So every other year, you get the draft. And every other year, some other team's going to have a top-five pick. Because the Timberwolves decided, no, well, let's get Rudy Gobert for some reason. So you guys can't get the draft picks back. So might as well tra- try at least... Get something. You gotta at least get something to build around Anthony Edwards. And Anthony Edwards already signed a contract extension, so they don't have to worry about him leaving. So it's just building around him for right now before he acts to leave in the future. The Timberwolves, man, I don't know. They're just Yeah, but I'll say they're like they're like the Hornets in the two thousand tens when they're like in the middle. You know, they have some good players, but like they're gonna be between Eighth, the eighth, uh, being the eighth seed, the seventh seed to like lottery team. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Not, but not even top five lottery, like bottom five, like 14, 13, 12 pick. Yeah. You know, that's what the Timberwolves remind me of. They don't have identity, like we said before. You know, with like if the Grizzlies and Grizzlies don't have identity, the Timberwolves don't even know who they look like. Yeah. So, uh, so they don't even have a template of what they want to look like. If the mm-hmm. they they're just. They're just because they don't even know. You don't. I'm sorry. No, I, no, you good. I just feel like I don't know. Replace them with a G League team. Like move, restart their franchise or something. <laughs> like I, it's just getting out of hand. They just keep doing a lot of dumb stuff that don't even need to be done. Like get in the Rudy. Like I, I'm gonna just keep saying to get in the Rudy Gobert was like the dumbest thing that you could have did as a franchise. Not. I don't mean to. I probably sound like a Rudy Gobert hater right now. But, like, what is he doing for your franchise right now, bro? You just got a whole – another big alongside Cat that's – and what happened to Cat being the best big in the league? I remember he was talking about he was the best big in the league. What happened to that? He's not even playing like he wants to be 
He, bro, his defense hasn't improved. You know, he's soft. If we're talking about Joel soft, I guess uh, Carnegie Town is like a pillow pair or something. That he's just more soft. Than, he's like he's like tissue right there. Like if Joel soft, Carnegie Town's a tissue. He breaks like tissue. You know, I'm not, I. I'm not trying to go after Carmen Towns. I like Carmen Towns. He's been through some tough things in the past couple of years, but I understand that. But it's it feels like it's time to build around Anthony Edwards. I feel like the whole tar I feel like the players know that Anthony Edwards is that one guy, even Carmen Towns, he said himself, but the team doesn't know that Anthony Edwards is the number one guy. So I don't know. And you don't see it with all these trade training for Rudy Gobert. It didn't help either Carfrey Towns or like uh, the, or uh, Anthony Edwards. I feel like the 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 one the one guy that I do like on the Timberwolves though, I will say this: the one guy that I do like is KJ McDaniels. J, J, mm-hmm. I like KJ McDaniels on, on the Timberwolves. He should he should stay. They should keep him if they were if they were small. Yeah, I like Jay McDaniels KJ too. McDaniels. Also, I like Jay McDaniels and Nasri on the team yeah. off the bench. I said KJ McDaniels, so, I meant but, Jaden McDaniels, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, look, if you don't yeah, KJ, oh, no, he meant Jay, Jay. Jaden McDaniels, yeah. yeah. But I like yeah. Nasri also, and uh, mm-hmm. and of course Anthony Edwards. Because you also got to think think about this. Well, they're not on the Lakers now, but they also lost from the Rudy Gobert trade. They also lost Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley, yeah. who are now in the playoffs in the conference finals right now. Who Jared Jared Vanderbilt is the best defender on the Lakers, yeah. but that's what the Timberwolves really need is defense too. I feel like the Timberwolves need a lot of things. They need an actual good big that's not named Cat or Rudy Gobert. Yeah, maybe you want to keep Cat, but you know, get rid of Rudy Gobert if you could. Maybe a team would trade like a second round pick at this point. Yeah, but it's just. They took five step backs with the Rudy Bear trade. I don't know what's up with the Timberwolves, but I don't think anybody does. Not even the owner or the GM. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we got the Clippers. You know, getting out in the first round. It, I, people are saying they should just blow up the team. Kawhi should retire, but I think they're overreacting. I feel like they're at the same position as the Lakers. Like they still have, they still have the potential to lead their team all the way to the finals. It's just injuries right now. Kawhi but, should retire right. is probably the biggest stress that I've heard in a long time. I think who was saying that? Stephen, Stephen A. Smith, that? of course. Stephen A. Always Stephen A. Smith is like the biggest Kawhi hater. For that is some the craziest reason. thing. Like Kawhi retired, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe yeah, blow up the team. I mean, it was hey, it will help the Thunder out. <laughs> it was we like, have their picks. <laughs> it, it was supposed to work out, and I had high hopes for the Clippers once they all when they first all got there, uh, PG and Kawhi mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I had high hopes for them, but they just can't stay. Healthy, but, but I feel and. I feel like if they run it back with the same team, if they stay healthy, they can actually make it all the way to the conference finals. Because if Paul George was in the playoffs here, it doesn't matter if Kawhi went down. If Paul George was still in there, if he didn't get hurt against the Thunder, the they probably they would. Without Kawhi and Paul George in these playoffs, like they were still competing, mm-hmm. they were still. Even though they lost in five against the Suns, yeah. every game was close. Yeah. Every game was close, and I think they have a good thing with Russ too. Uh, so you get a full season with us. You get hopefully get a healthy Kawhi, a healthy Paul George. You can just run this back, honestly. Either they run it back one more year. That's why I say they only have one more year to do this before they eventually blow up the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have some good. They have a good bench too. Like their bench was the reason why all those games was close. Yeah, thanks. So like, it's not like. It's not like the other teams where they don't have an identity, don't have the role players. The problem is it's just health right now. Mm-hmm. It's just the health. I just say run it back, bring back the same role players, bring back Russ. Don't sign him to a big contract. Like I feel like the contract that he was on, like during the buyout, uh year one or two years, three years, like eight million each year, ten million each year, it'd be a good contract for Russ. Because I feel like Russ wants to be in LA too. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially as with Paul George and Kawhi and Tyron Lue, too. So I feel like Rush wants to be in L.A. They could, they could run it back one more mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say one more year. Especially when they're about to get the new stadium. It'd be bad just for them to tank when they're about to get the new stadium. 
Oh, you're muted. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you. That was uh, Kylan, bro. He uh, just got mm. okay. But yeah, they could run it back one more time. I feel like they're, they're, um, if they stay healthy, they'll definitely make some noise. Go somewhere in the Western mm-hmm. Conference, something like that. But. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what? Oh, right now, let's talk. Go on the east side. So, what's up with the Bucks? You know, Bucks losing the first round to the Heat, number one seed. Yonsei, failure is is a really failure. You know, what do you think? What's up with the Bucks next? I f- they everybody and firing. Everybody figured the Bucks out. It, it, hey. it wasn't hard. I mean, everybody they the whole it's, team plays through Giannis. So, if you mm-hmm. take Giannis away. Uh, Drew, Drew Holiday, he could score sometimes, but he's not the primary offensive weapon. I mean, Chris Middleton, the same way. Uh, you could just put some – I feel like the Heat wanted it more than anybody in these playoffs, bro. So – and it, it really showed, like – Yeah. And mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler had some dogs on his team that wanted it more. And Yana, I guess Giannis didn't want it that bad. Mm-hmm. But – him talking about failure or whatever. I don't I, I don't know what's what's up with uh <laughs> Giannis saying that, but Bucks. Yeah. And what while, while we're here right now, let's talk about them firing Mike Bullenholder, coach of the year, one of a championship. You think it was kinda stupid of them to fire the head coach for the Bucks? You think this like they're I'm trying to I don't know why I don't know what was up with the fi- the firing of him like I don't know I just don't understand why they did it I, I don't think I would have fired Mike Budenholzer but I probably could have said the same thing about the situation with Dwayne Casey when he won coach of the year and he got fired when he lost to LeBron mm. I mean I don't know yeah it's honestly it's the same thing the last three teams besides Steve Kerr that won the NBA championship all been fired from their team. Yeah. So I just don't know why they were fired the head coach, but and I remember last we already talked about them we already talked about the Raptors firing the head coach, so we don't need to go over that. But you know I just I, right now they're talking about getting Scott Brooks, the former coach for the Thunder and the Wizards, which I don't know why. I know Scott Brooks is a good coach, you know, but he also is a little bit overrated because he coached Westbrook and Durant, but I I like Scott Brooks. I don't think he can go coach, coach the Yon. Bucks and Giannis though. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm a I'm a fan of Scott Brooks. Of course, I'm biased because I'm an Oklahoma City fan. And yeah, of course, he coached Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and did some great things when they were here or whatever. But Go coast the Bucks and Giannis. I'm I'm not sure about all that, bro. I don't know. I heard that they were interviewing uh Mark Jackson too. So Mark Jackson. Uh, eh. Those are the names you always you always hear Mark Jackson always interview, but he never gets the job for some reason. But because honestly, is there a go coach for a team or you know broadcast for ESPN? Do you we, think every, Mark- everybody knows? If mm-hmm. I'm sorry to cut you off, bro, but if you think mm-hmm. do, if if they hired Mark Jackson, do you think he can repeat what he did for the Warriors? Like not building, not building like the players or whatever, but like building like a identity for a team. Yeah. Like, do you think he can bring that to the Bucks? Because I feel like they're just playing through Giannis, and they don't have like a but don't have a team. Yeah. Do you think he could bring that? I feel like he can. I feel like he definitely can. Cause it's just all about getting all to the role players. Cause that's the reason why the Bucks won the championship. It wasn't just because of Giannis. It was because every role player was hitting mm-hmm. through Giannis. But you no, know, if he can have players to play good while even Giannis there, so he doesn't have to play eighty-two games and play all the minutes, especially during the playoffs. So it won't be. So if he gets injured in the first or second round, yeah, it won't be a big as a deal. So, 
I feel like, I feel like, yeah, he can probably do that for sure. So, also, her Monty Williams are in the conversation too. Mm-hmm. After he just got fired, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but you know, really, I don't want to talk about the Nets because you know we all we all know the Nets are, where the Nets are at. They're just trying to rebuild from. They're basically rebuilding. Yeah. They weren't supposed to be in the playoffs. Yeah, but what? What team? What? What else? The Hawks. So what's up with the Hawks now? They got the new head coach. They made. Hey, they made a close series against the Celtics. That team is going to get split up. I'm calling it now. Um, Trey Young is probably mm-hmm. going to be out of there, bro. Um, they tried it. They tried, but mm-hmm. there it's just. Hey, I like that. Getting Dejounte Murray. I mean, I guess that was. I don't know. That's not enough, though. Getting acquiring Dejounte Murray was just not enough for the Hawks, bro. And yeah, yeah, I I like the effort, but but I don't know. I just don't always the whole like Kyle said this before on an earlier podcast. When you think of the the Atlanta Hawks, you just think of mid. You know, the teams just. You don't see nothing special. Yeah. They first they thought they was gonna be the Warriors, but they weren't the Warriors. So, and they went through three different head coach. And on they fired the coach that brought them all the way to the conference championship game. So I feel like after that one year they just fell off. They were supposed to build off of them going to the conference championship game. And then what I don't know what they're doing with John Collins. John Collins digressed from his first two years. He was supposed to be the second, uh, the second, the sidekick for Trey Young, yeah. but he disappeared. Them drafting Dom, uh, uh, them drafting uh, who was it? Uh, the dude from Chino Hills, even though they had Clint Capella oh, when uh, they had Tyrese Hub. I know you're talking about. Uh... Mm-hmm. Well, how you say his last name? Uh, yeah, dude from Chino Hills. He played with uh, hey bro, what's 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 uh, dude from Chino Hills? He played for the Hawks. Yeah, I forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this was the link. Akungu, that's that's his name. Ayaka Kungu. Them drafting Ayaka Kungu over Tyrese Halliburton, where they could have had someone like Jadante Murray with Trey Young, but best shooting yeah. and better passing. But they decided to draft him over when they already had Clint Capella and John Collins. And we thought since they drafted Young Ayaka Kungu, they were going to trade John Collins, but they haven't traded John Collins. They want a first-round pick for John Collins. Then them having DeAndre Hunter and Shazik in the train for Zeke Bay, which they're basically the same players, but DeAndre Hunter has better defense than Shazik Bay. So I don't know. This team's just, like I said, it reminds me of like the Hornets team back in the 2010s. Night they're between the eighth and seventh seed in 13 and 14 pick, you know, in that mid area. So um, now, similar to the Charlotte Bobcats with Marco Kidd Gilchrist, if you ask me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that might be a little disrespectful, but <laughs> just a little bit, you know. And then, you know, all the rumors about Trey Young having a mansion in LA now. Oh yeah, him he being in Los Angeles. All time. Game. He was at the Lakers playoff game. I was mm. talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to LA. If not, that team is getting broke apart. Okay, mm-hmm. it's getting broke apart regardless. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what? Let's what next? So let's go at after the second round exit. We was talking about the MVP earlier. So let's talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. What do you think's up next for the Philadelphia 76ers? You think they should just tear it apart or try to run it one more time back with Joel and B? Run one more time. Keep Joel and B, but it's, they, they need somebody else, I've, bro. James I feel like not getting it done. It's rumored that James Harden might sign with the Rockets, and he's looking. Teams might sign for four years, two hundred million. So 
he he don't want to be there, bro. He just trying to go hoop by himself somewhere. See, you know I don't understand him. <clears throat> See, I don't understand him being the reason why Doc Rivers got fired, but also doesn't want to be on the Sixers. So if you want Doc Rivers to be fired, but also not want to be on the Sixers, what? I don't know how. But I feel like it was it was a right on the wall for Doc Rivers for all year long. They was trying to get him out last year after his second year, and now three now. They just officially did it now. So the Daryl Moore, <clears throat> the old uh, GM for the Rock, is trying to bring his guy Mike D'Antoni back. So that's what's probably going to happen for the Sixers. I hope they get Monty Williams. I feel like he can bring a new culture change, like he did with the Suns. That's all Monty Sixers Williams really do would need. Great is a for culture the Sixers, change. bro. Yeah. I don't know. They just, yeah, just get a, since Doc Rivers is out, I feel like you just get a new coach. James Harden's going to leave regardless. He don't want to be there. Uh, <clears throat> run the offense through Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. That's what they should have been doing let from them the do, start, let them, do the, let them do the Jokic and Jamal Murray two-man game, I guess. Mm, that's a run, the offense, that's... run the offense through them, bro. And also, I would say that, you know, the difference between Joel and Jokic right now, because at times I used to say they're the same, they're just as good as each other, but this playoffs completely changed it, because usually Jokic also disappears in the playoffs. But now Jokic, he's all of a sudden becoming Giannis himself, the way he's playing the playoffs, you know. I wouldn't even I feel like Giannis, though. I wouldn't even say Giannis. Hmm? I'll just call him Jokic, because mm-hmm. Jokic's not going out like Giannis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jokic right now, he's the best player in the NBA the right now. Especially on this earth right now. Mm-hmm. Best player and best basketball player right now is definitely Jokic. And I'm not really a huge Jokic fan, but I feel like the reason why Jokic improved and Joel didn't because during the offseason, before Jokic used to be fat, slow, and stuff. And now, he, during the offseason now, he actually improving on his body now. While Joel... He's going to go back to Africa, Zimbabwe, wherever he's from, and, you know, just slide on his slides, talk with his girl, and get fat, and then get injured the year before. That's what he does year after year. So, Bro, Jokic, watching the Nuggets play in the playoffs, bro, I didn't realize how good Jokic really was, bro. Like, because we were hating on the Nuggets. I was because we were I like, oh, this. Is the- I was I was hating on the Nuggets, bro. I was like, nah, the Nuggets. Not I, I. Not I. We we were saying that oh, the Thunder would have made the playoffs. We would have gave them some trouble. We would have gave them trouble. I didn't. I never said beat them. <laughs> yeah. Trouble is. Crazy. I didn't say, we didn't we say beat. Tru- big, trouble bro. is different. <laughs> we don't have a big. Jokic. Mm-hmm. Jokic is him. Like. Mm-hmm. Jokic is averaging a triple double in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, he has, he has had mm-hmm. a triple double almost every game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And if it was before, the difference between this Nuggets team than before, because it usually when it comes to the playoffs, it was always like Jamal Murray carrying the Nuggets in the playoffs before he got injured, mm-hmm. and Jokic taking playing second field. But it seems now both of them are both first field. The offense is run between. Like, I'll say similar to how the Cavs run the offense when they had Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. The offense running through two people at a time where they have the ball to score or find someone else to score or do another pass to lead to another person to score. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. They're running the offense through two different people. And, they and that's have, what the Nuggets are And they now. have all the role player pieces that they need. Like, mm-hmm. everybody is hooping on the – even KCP is hooping. KCP was not doing mm-hmm. this when he was in LA, bro. Like he's they've been hooping, bro. Like all around, Michael Porter Jr., even Bruce Brown, Aaron Gordon steps up when he need to step up. Jeff Green's old self is stepping Aaron up. Aaron Gordon step is doing enough to even like he he does he, all he needs to do is guard LeBron. That's it. That's all. They yeah, need. and they're adjusting too because what they were down they. 
Jamal Murray did not score in the third quarter while LeBron, while uh, Jokic was sitting on the bench, and they were still keeping up with the Lakers the whole entire game. Yes. So they're adjusting during the game, which is the complete opposite of what the Lakers are doing right now. And Jokic so. only had nine points to start the second half. And finished with what, like 24, 25? Like, and they still won the game by almost a double-digit victory, like. I don't know. The Nuggets, I feel like nobody want to see the Nuggets in the next few years if they keep this up, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we... I, I hate to we, say. when you say we as the Thunder, we need a big. If we a get big. a big, then <laughs> nobody want to see it. Bro, stop. We have a big. But you say we would have we would have gave the I'm Nuggets saying we, I'm, if, if we're talking about future years, we, yes. You okay, said, future years. Okay, but you were saying we like no, we would have No, we we wouldn't be able to handle Yoki. Oh, okay. I was about to say mm-hmm. next season. Don't hey. hit that, bro. I'm sleeping on Chad. Y'all gonna sign them contracts, bro? Trust. Rookie hey, I'm ready for the Thunder. I know we gonna make some noise next year. I know we gonna make some noise. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the year, nigga. Mm. Go ahead and say this now so everybody knows. Rookie of the year next year for Chad, that's what you're saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't care about the Victor Hype. Okay. I don't care either. Okay. Me personally. I'm just saying I ain't signing that contract because that's not happening respectfully. So you're you're going to sign the contract because he's going to be the biggest factor, the biggest factor on our team, a shot block, a rebounder, and he's going to be coming down like AD to go score. Okay, I'll say he'll be a shot blocker and rebounder. Well, saying KD is crazy, but not, I mean shot blocking. But I'm saying in the future years he will be like KD scoring wise. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you're talking about. But hey, what? Hey, I know y'all tired of hearing that. Everybody gonna be like KD. I, I, I don't ever say that, but I'm saying it for this guy, bro. If I need y'all to go watch the film on KD versus Chet, it's crazy. While Victor out here playing freaking Go Bear, like, come on now. I feel like I've been. I just feel like I've just been hearing this all these KD comps since like what the star of Brandon Ingram. It was Michael Porter Jr. Monty Bates. Now Chet. You know how 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 big is Brandon Ingram? How tall is he? Six ten. Six ten. What shit? Like seven mm-hmm. two. Seven one. Seven one. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey. That's all I'm gonna say. Victor Oladipo yeah, but, said um, had no problem guarding KD and Embiid in pickups. No problem. No problem, bro. Embiid getting it. No, bro. Chet is a shot blocker. He won defensive player of, of the year. Like, he played D. That's not even what I'm worried about. Okay. But let me... Go back to where we were talking about. Let's go on to like the next team that got in the playoffs was the Phoenix Suns, which surprised everybody that they fired their head coach that brought them to the championship, one coach of the year, Monty Williams. They fired Monty Williams. And what do you think is up next for the Suns franchise? Because we thought this was a team that was supposed to compete for a championship after you know their first year. DeAndre Ayton doesn't want to be there. Let's say this first mm-hmm. off. Because yep. the way he plays, like, come on now, bro. In CP, he's video, trying to. They he's... need to go find a point guard. Like mm-hmm. now, they need to go find a big and a point guard they, now. And they, they need, need to big, find role players they need too. Role players, yes, mm-hmm. for sure. I felt. I felt like them doing like I. We all knew the problem when they did the KD trade. They didn't have the bench that was going to affect them during the playoffs, which it did. You know if. If Kawhi or Paul George were healthy, they probably would have got out in the first round, but they were both injured, which all their games against the Clippers were all close. And now then the Nuggets came in, exposed them, like, 
exposing what was it Nuggets in four or Nuggets in five against them, but they exposed the Suns. So yeah. at this point, this was going to happen. KD or Harden is going to try to come to Phoenix, and they're going to try to run it back again. I I, I will be happy with Harden going to uh, Phoenix. I mean, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be happy, but that would be like a good spot for him to land. He will yeah. be back point guard. I mean, that's I mean that's. But is CP done after this year? That's the question. If you bring, I feel like CP is. I've been saying all year long. Is this look like CP is done? I won't be surprised if I hear in the summer that he might be considering retirement because yeah, I think he's the same age as LeBron James. But that's different. LeBron James is LeBron James, is and he? now he's slowing down. But CP been slowing. CP been slowing down for the past three years, and is LeBron I feel like Chris LeBron Paul. You said what? Not this playoffs. We all know why LeBron's still playing. It's just to play with Bronny. He has two more years left for LeBron. But CP3, he's not going to win a championship. He's not going to win MVP. So what else is he playing for? Is he still playing to try to get the assist record, which is untouchable for him? He's playing for the love of the game, maybe. I just don't see James Harden. I think James Harden just want to hoop by himself and some young cats, bro. I don't think he want to go team up with anybody else. I think he's done with that. I mean, I, hey, if James Harden goes to Houston, I mean, that's like that's like a seven eight seed in the West. Maybe yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Especially with with them getting the third pick overall too. Yeah, Jabari Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait, is uh, James Harden out of his contract? Mm-hmm. He, so he opted out his contract. Where he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he okay. could go sign somewhere. Have all the young guns still. Mm-hmm. I feel like this this was this was a rumor since December that he wanted to go back to Houston. So, especially with them getting Emilio Aduku from the Celtics as a head coach now. So, yeah, that would that would be nice for that team. The West is just gonna get stronger and stronger. Yeah, but I feel like I think we all knew DeAndre Ayton didn't want to be on the Suns. He tried to sign with the Pacers, which we all thought was confusing because the Pacers already had a center. But it turns out, like during in college, you know, you know how DeAndre Ayton was playing as a power forward in college because he wanted to be a power forward, but everybody else thought he was a center. So when the Suns drafted him, which they need a center, he didn't get used how he wanted to be used. So that's why he went to the Pacers so he Shed, could be as a power forward. I'm sorry to cut you off, bro, but I'm watching mm-hmm. Shed's highlights. You compared him to KD, but I wouldn't say KD. He just shit, bro. He played his own way. No, I'm I'm just saying I'm not I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even look at his college highlights though. It's not college. college. This, this is summer league. This is oh NBA yeah, summer league. league. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If, nah, if, this if, might be scary him. if Josh with Josh Giddy Shea, Jalen Williams. That's a summer league. His summer league was nasty, but hey, if a lot of people had crazy summer league games, so I'm not gonna get nah. If he get a busy on the defensive end like this, this is this might be scary, bro. Do you see how groovy he is? People don't want to see that with Josh Giddy, with Josh Giddy with the ball in this. This not even without Shea on the floor, bro. It's 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 hey, crazy. Bro can shoot too. Hey, Emmanuel, bro. Hey, Emmanuel, bro, you might have to sign that. Hey, we'll see next year. We'll see next year. Bro, I can't wait for the draft, bro. Like, bro. Mm -hmm. June 22nd? I believe I'm ready, bro. I'm ready, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, that's more. This this is the most important June date. They don't want to see the Thunder, bro. Mm hmm. And then right after the draft is free agency and trades and stuff. So that's when everybody else gets serious. I think so. I think so. I think there's some someone in the draft that the Thunder likes. I want Cam Whitmore. But right now, well, I just got this on my phone. There's like rumors about DeAndre Ayton might be going to the Mavericks. Mm. Mm. That will be insane. 
and you wouldn't even have to play the uh five because when they still have a, he can play the four really. Nah, he gonna be at the five. Christian Wood probably gonna be at the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it might be a trade for Christian Wood for DeAndre Ayton. You really think about the max contract? I mean. Yeah. That's a, hey, that's mm-hmm. a good trade. That's a win for Dallas. Mm-hmm. That's a win for the Suns, though. Because Christian Wood can, Christian Wood can get way more busy on the offensive end than uh, the other want, Respectfully, respectfully, would I want Christian Wood as my starting big or would I want him coming off the bench if I'm a winning team? I want Christian Wood starting, bro. Mm. I'll say Christian Wood gets See, I'll say. You just got to watch, the- watch, watch, watch what he was doing in Houston, bro. I mean, he, he was, was like good that. in Houston. like He was like that, bro. Like, man, you could have – we all could have been good in Houston on that team. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, hey. Hey, you're not wrong. Hey, anybody, it, it anybody in Houston could have looked good on that team. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. My problem is just like Christian Woods is good and all, but like Dallas couldn't make the playoffs. Like, is that really on Christian Woods? Dallas supposed to be. It, it, is it, I mean, he's part of the team, so I mean, the biggest problem for the Mavericks was rebounding, and mm. if Christian Wood was supposed to bring in the rebounding for them, did it really seem to work out? So. And also, you got to think about Christian Wood's age. He's 27 right now. He just started his prime two years ago when he was on the Pistons. So, and it just seemed like the, the teams that he was on before was just, you know, bad teams that just, you know, just let someone shoot the ball just to shoot the ball, like the Pistons and Rockets. Yeah, I think he's like a tank demon. Mm-hmm. A tank I agree. <laughs> Hey, all the teams he's been on are, have been fooled or have not made the playoffs. That's crazy. He's not wrong. Tank Demon. Yeah, but where else would I have? Oh, yeah, so the NBA draft lottery happened the other day. And it was rigged. We all knew it was rigged. Rick, Spurs got he, the first. How did he get to the perfect landing spot? Bro was in the jersey. Tony Parker, mm-hmm. like, come on, he grew up watching Tony Parker. Okay, I understand. But come on, bro. He should have been mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference in a Charlotte jersey. Like, mm. it was rigged for there's sure. There's no way you bring that much talent to the West. And that's the fifth time the Charlotte Hornets missed out on the first pick and got the second pick instead. So. Honestly, we all knew what was happening. I literally saw a video like before the draft light even happened about oh the perfect spot for the Spurs for predicting where the Spurs predicting the Spurs gonna get the first pick because that's the NBA NBA wants the Spurs to get the first pick. You know, last time the Spurs got the first pick was Tim Duncan. Before that was David Robinson. So us now since the Spurs were struggling again, let's give them the first pick before Greg Popovich retires retires finally. So. And now they're hearing that Tim Duncan might come back as the assistant coach just to help Victor. Hey, Victor is going to need all that he can get. Mm-hmm. And hey, if Tim because Duncan, hey, if Tim Duncan takes him, hey, that's hey, that's tough. Under his mm-hmm. wing, like, he needs to gain weight, or he's going to end up like shit. Hey, they mess around and tank one more season though. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if he don't play next season. Honestly. And also, and also, like they also have a lot of good solid players around them: Keldon Johnson, Devin v- Vassell. And it's the, now when they get Victor, the problem is only thing they really need is a point guard, which they got rid of when they got tri- when they traded with Javante. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not disrespect Trey here. I've got Trey Jones. My bad, Trey Jones. But he also is a restricted free agent this year. So do they bring him back? Of course. What else? What other options do the Spurs have? But I don't think – maybe I'm just a hater. I don't think Victor going to be like that. That's just me, though. 
Because I literally watched them play full games where it did not. Imp- I watched the full game of them and did not impress me, bro. Honestly, I'll say the same thing. I like Scoot Henderson a lot more than I like. I like Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller a lot more. I like who, Victor and right now. Who might fall to the third pick? I feel like that's the thing I was going to talk about next. The Hornets got the second pick. And but the are Hornets they riding with Miller or are they going to ride with Scoot? That's the question. Mm-hmm. They might be. They might be something about them trading down. They might trade a pick, trade down to four for fifth, or try to trade with the Rockets. At least try to get something. Yeah. Because right now, the the really the thing the Hornets need the most was a big. So. And now they missed out the opportunity of getting the big. So do they trade down to get the big they want with the other bigs in this draft class? That's what I. That's that's what I'm wondering. Hey, but I'm taking Scoop regardless. Mm-hmm. At that point, you just got to get the best player in the uh, draft. Yeah. You can't get what you Bless need. You. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see this more to come when the draft comes around mid June. Yeah. Uh. But right before we get off, uh, we all know like the NFL released their schedules. Out all, I just wonder out of all the teams, you guys, if you guys saw the videos and stuff, what the what's the three best teams that had the best release videos for their schedule? <laughs> the Chargers with the anime theme. Mm-hmm. Chargers. Chargers. We all knew. Char- I'll hard. say one underrated one. I said Chargers number one, but the underrated one was the Titans. That one made me laugh. I didn't even when they had had like Titans one. So they had people guessing what logo was for each game they were playing, and people was getting it wrong. The most, the thing that had me laughing the most, they was they was guessing the Cowboys, 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 and I just see the Coast logo up there. I'm like, (laughs) really? And then for one for the Seahawks, they said the Eagles. I'm like, oh, they're playing the Eagles too. And I just see the Seahawks. I'm like, oh, how do I get the Seahawks from the Eagles? But they say like the New Jersey Eagles, something like that. Bruh. Yeah, but yeah, it was them and uh, I forgot who else I liked, but I feel like those two was the best one. But the Chargers again, you know again. the flock playing on Christmas, man. We about to uh, give y'all a Christmas present. We're playing on Christmas, so tune in to that. We going undefeated. This, we going undefeated this season, and we winning the Super Bowl. Now that's crazy because my team went in the Super Bowl. I'm no. not saying my team's not winning nothing. My team might win two games. <laughs> no, we might win two games. We might win three games, you know. We're just going to ride on to the, to the Cancun right now. Let's ride to Cancun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And other news, Matt Ariza has more. So the punter that got jacked by the Bills in the sixth round last year, there's more evidence coming around that he was actually innocent of the allegation of him doing having gang rape against a 17-year-old girl because people are saying that she, <laughs> he wasn't even at the party at the time when the when when it was happening. And now and then people are saying that she, she was lying about her age, saying she was 18 or 19. So you think a team's going to take a chance on Matt Ariza now? He free. He, Why not? He gay. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just crazy the way you said it, bro. It was like it was just like what? I didn't even feel that coming. Like that was just caught, caught me off guard too, bro. I was like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, bro. If he if he wasn't even at the he wasn't even there, bro. Like if not the bill, somebody need to try to get him because he's mm-hmm. not a bad not a bad. Uh, uh, pickup for the team, but mm-hmm. hey, yeah. Oh yeah! Right before we go, let's go quick. We've got I've got to talk about the Celtics also being down two zero against the Heat. What's the problem with the Celtics right now? You think it's coaching? They ain't got or no you think dogs. It's... They don't got no dogs. Hmm. Jason Tatum is not a dog. They, I called him the turnover dog. brother. Uh, Grant Williams clearly showed he wasn't a dog. 
Mm-hmm. Celtics ain't got no dogs, bro. They don't want to see the Heat. The Heat might mess around. Lakers, I mean, I think the Lakers. Night Boston is winning tonight. Out. Boston wins both. See, was... No cap. Oh, yeah, I'm calling that. But, hey, I said the Lakers. I told y'all oh, boys them Lakers okay. going to get swept, though. But uh, Boston wins two in Miami. Hot take. The Lakers got a better chance of coming back. Boston wins two in Miami. Than Boston, Boston wins my, two games Boston in wins two in Miami. No cap. Mm. No cap. Hot take, bro. I'm, I'm going to take them tonight when they mm. win tonight. Hey, I like that confidence. I like that confidence. I'm about to turn on the game right now because it's about to start. Mm-hmm. Boston they went is two not games. Yeah. winning two games in Miami, bro. Like, it's not happening. All right. He's going to show you a – Jason Tatum is not a guard, bro. He's not like that. All right, but that's pretty much this we have for the podcast. If you guys want to like, subscribe, follow our TikTok, follow our Instagram. Yes, sir. Uh, you guys want to tell your social before we go? Yeah, Kylan.D. Sasha, show us before we go. It not J.Jack. Go follow on Instagram. Personally podcast. What? And primetime. Mm-hmm. And pr- yeah. primetime.ca. Or like Kylan said, me personally podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Nah, see, nah, see nah, you guys nah, there. Nah, All right. Nah, y'all have a good nah, one. Nah. Yes, sir.